welcome back to Discuss, where we discuss anything and everything. Today we'll be talking about three readings, Trans Rights in Mexico and Canada, Querying the Geopolitics of Privilege, written by Gomez Ramirez, Seeking Refuge from Homophobic and Transphobic Persecution, written by Sherilyn Jordan and Christine Morese, and LGBT Struggles for Human Dignity and Equal Rights in Uganda, written by Val Kalende. All three located in Beyond the Queer Alphabet, Conversations on Gender, Sexuality, and Intersectionality. Again, these readings have common themes. The most noticeable one is that each of them is centered around LGBTQ plus people. All three also deal with Western involvement in other countries' practices and ideologies to some extent, which is an interesting topic dating back to colonial times. The first reading discusses how in 2008 in Mexico City, a local law was approved that enabled trans people to change their name and sex on official documents, including their birth certificate. A quote from this reading regarding these official changes is that it does not require them to undergo genital surgery to obtain identification documents. Acutely aware of the status of trans-related legislations in other parts of the world, activists in Mexico have praised the law not only for addressing issues of social stigma, but also for imposing a medicalized framework, thus enabling recognition of a wider array of trans experiences." End quote. This reading also brings up the point that the world has accepted the belief that the global north is the center of progress for LGBTQ rights, among other rights advancements. This is especially true in the global north as many people residing there express a certain type of superiority over the global south. This can also be seen in how history is taught. For example, South America is often portrayed as a continent full of people who are not nearly as advanced or sophisticated as North America, which is not correct at all. This idolization of the global north constantly pushes progress and advancements made in the global south on the back burner and away from public eyes. This is problematic as it undermines the achievements made by other countries and people, and can also disrupt the attempts by groups in the global south to make advancements. As members of the global north, we must be aware of our privilege and location, and know how our country's attitudes in progress or regression with policies surrounding LGBTQ rights impact other people and places. The second reading begins by stating that currently no fewer than 76 countries criminalize same-sex sexual acts or gender variability. This criminalization of the LGBTQ community date back to colonial imposition, a specifically British influence. Strangely, some of the countries with the biggest pride celebrations and protection laws have also high rates of hate crimes against the LGBTQ community. Those who are poor and or lack connections are often the victims of these crimes, while those who are wealthier or of a higher social status are less likely to be attacked. Therefore, the intersectionality of race, class, gender, and sexual orientation leads to different lived experiences for LGBTQ people around the world. Another obstacle that comes into play is immigration and asylum seeking, because people attempt to flee their countries for sex and or gender identity related issues. But these same people have internalized fear and hatred towards their own identity. It makes being a queer refugee extremely difficult. In many cases, refugees do not want to or feel like they can't disclose their own sexual and or gender identity during their case. Another difficult aspect while working with these cases is that we do not want to deem any culture or country as irredeemably homophobic, as this is never the case. Of course, there are countries where it is more dangerous to be queer, but no culture, country, and or society is unchangeable. It would be damaging in numerous ways to completely write off a certain group of people because of their ignorance, education through their own culture and society is the best course of action. The last reading we'll be talking about today revolves around LGBTQ plus people in Africa, and specifically how the Christian right from the United States influences those living in Africa. Throughout Africa, there are groups who aim to protect LGBTQ plus people and their rights, and those who house anti-gay sentiments and movements. 
The anti-gay sentiments from the United States impact African countries. The reading specifically talks about Uganda, and they have instilled a fear that gay people turn children gay. This theology has been brought to Africa by Americans. Has, this has also forced African LGBTQ plus people activists to take on Eurocentric advocacy techniques and phrases, which has led to a backlash from their communities. Amidst this, the Christian right is adding fuel to the fire by inciting violence and even death for LGBTQ plus people in Africa. This is another example of how education has to come from the people, culture, and community itself, not from outside sources such as the United States. The savior complex that Western countries, who are also centered in the global north, have needs to stop. The West needs to stop getting involved in the politics, social movement, etc. of other countries unless they explicitly ask for our help. And even then, if help was asked for, it must be on that country's terms, not ours. Now, if there wasn't any type of queerphobia in the world, it would be much more peaceful for everyone. Unfortunately, this will be difficult to achieve since, illustrated by today's readings, countries influence each other, so wherever there is hate, it will spread. People are scared of what they don't know or understand, which is why education is key, especially with an issue like homophobia, transphobia, etc. As I stated previously, this education has to come from within each community, and can be damaging if it comes from an outside source. This will assure that the change is unique and positive, but it will also take longer since this is not something that can or should be forced. If this is forced, there will always be backlash. So, thank you for tuning in to Discuss, where we discuss anything and everything. Until we meet again.